Hello, this is World Business Report from the BBC World Service, where we bring you the latest in money, marketing, manufacturing, and yes, much, much more. Please review us, rate us, share us wherever you can. BBC podcasts are supported by advertising. Leute, habt ihr Bock darauf, eure Versicherung in den Griff zu kriegen und dafür 30 Euro Shoppinggutschein abzustauben? Hier ist übrigens Tara vom Podcast Tara sagt was und ich sage euch, ladet euch die Clark-App runter und nutzt bei der Anmeldung mein Code Tara sagt Clark. Alles groß und zusammengeschrieben. Da kriegt ihr nicht nur eure Verträge gecheckt, sondern ihr könnt euch auch kostenlos und unabhängig von den Expertinnen beraten lassen. Also probiert Clark aus und holt euch den 30 Euro Shoppinggutschein für Ikea, Amazon und Co. mit dem Code Tara sagt Clark. Unmissable stories from around the globe. From the BBC World Service. My happy place, this is who I am. Search for the documentary Lives Less Ordinary and Amazing Sports Stories wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Hello and welcome to World Business Report from the BBC World Service. I'm Roger Hearing and on this edition Microsoft says it's making four of its Xbox exclusive games available on other consoles for the first time. Also, the threat of AI in cyber attacks on US targets. We head to the US to hear how businesses are coping as their retail figures are revealed. For the first time ever, we had no customers, no sales. I don't even think anyone walked in our bookstore. We hear from the CEO of Airbus, and we look at the way some top athletes get to become billionaires. And remember, you can email us at any time on world.business at bbc.co.uk. Now, there's something big happening in the world of gaming, something that could be transformative in the $240 billion industry. In the last few hours, Microsoft's gaming CEO, Phil Spencer, announced that four of its Xbox exclusive games will be available on other consoles for the first time. The highly anticipated announcement follows a recent increase in multi-platform games. Analysts say Microsoft is seeking to move its content business beyond its Xbox console. The company purchased the game designer Activision Blizzard at the end of last year and faced some battles with regulators concerned about excluding other platforms from big-name games and cloud gaming. The head of Xbox now says he believes the number of console-exclusive games is likely to shrink in the next few years. Well, Tom Gherkins, our tech reporter, and joins us now. So, Tom, I mean, what does this actually mean? This is a four games. It doesn't sound like a lot to start with, but I guess it's opening up the possibility of moving games across all various consoles. That's the thing. Yes, four games doesn't sound like a very big number. And to be fair, we also don't know what those four games are. So it is quite difficult to say how big this is when we don't know if this is going to be something absolutely massive in the gaming industry or some games that are a bit smaller. However, it is so uncommon. This is not the kind of thing that happens every day. It's next to impossible to imagine, for example, Nintendo saying, oh, well, Mario's going to be on PlayStation next year. No, it's not going to be. They would not do that. Uh, and yet Microsoft making this announcement does say, actually, this opens the door now. This is making the decision, well, can we make more money by making our games available elsewhere? Microsoft has already done this to some extent. You don't have to own an Xbox to play Xbox games. You can own a PC to play Xbox games. 
you might you might you know because Microsoft owns Windows, right? Uh, but also those same games might work if you have an Android device, if you have a Meta Quest Three headset, because Xbox's Game Pass service, which lets you stream these games over the internet for a nominal fee, is available in lots of different places already. And that is at the core of all of this. Okay, now, I mean, the last time we were talking about uh, Microsoft and gaming and everything else was to do with their takeover of Activision Blizzard. And that run into problems with some of the regulators in the US. European regulators seemed happy about it. UK regulators rather less so. And it was all to do with with restricting, really, where games could be accessed. Some of the really big games in the market that, that came, come under Activision Blizzard uh, some of the really biggest names, in fact. Is that part of this whole thing? Because Microsoft had to give some assurances to the regulators to get that through. Yeah, to get past the UK regulators, it had to to make uh, quite a significant compromise, actually, to give the cloud gaming rights. That's what I was just talking about with Game Pass, the streaming ability. It had to give those rights over to Ubisoft, a third-party developer, who they themselves are now able to license Call of Duty and other games like that for cloud streaming purposes elsewhere so there was a big concession there actually this isn't over and done with i I know it would be lovely if it was microsoft has purchased closed the deal with activision but actually this deal is ongoing the ftc in the u.s has brought this to the appeals court and it would be not inconceivable for them to win an appeals court i'm sure they wouldn't go unless they thought they had the chance and if they were to, well, it would unwind the whole yeah. thing. Yes, that is a big part of all of this, is having these extra publishers on board. And what's funny about it is, what used to be the case was, you would get these big publishers, and the reason you would do it is so that people would buy your consoles. If you bought a, a publisher or a developer or a studio, then the idea would be they'd make an exclusive game for your PlayStation 2, and people would have to buy it to play the game. Now the idea Microsoft has is, well, actually, maybe it's a bit less about that. Maybe it's a bit more, get them to play the game wherever. Because, of course, why limit yourself to people who just had an Xbox if you can get people to pay for your service if they've just got a phone? That's quite a few more people than there are Xbox Indeed. Uh, Very briefly, Tom, I mean, you you said that, you know, that Nintendo isn't like the policy. But in the end, Microsoft's so big in this, they're going to have to, aren't they? No, I I don't think so. Uh, Microsoft's a massive player in the gaming industry, absolutely. But uh, Nintendo is is unbelievably huge. The Nintendo Switch, Nintendo's most recent console, is the third best-selling console of all time in the history of video games. So uh, Nintendo... I, I think Nintendo could go yeah. quite a long time before they'd have to change their plans. We'll see what happens. But, Tom, thanks for uh, setting that all out for us. Tom Gerken there, our tech reporter. Now, there's been widespread concern in the US over the last few days over warnings about a new threat from Russia. Well, the White House has now confirmed what the threat is. It believes that Russia is developing a new anti-satellite weapon. But there is a threat from a similar quarter rather closer to home, at least according to a new report by artificial intelligence pioneer company OpenAI and its main investor, Microsoft. They say U.S. adversaries are already using AI in their cyber attack strategies against U.S. targets. They say they detected hacking attempts from cybercrime groups and nation-state threat actors affiliated with Russia, China, North Korea and Iran that all use large language models like OpenAI's own chat GPT. Well, I asked Lily Jamali from Marketplace Tech to give me more details on what they discovered. 
Microsoft actually got pretty specific about the kinds of attacks we're talking about. So a couple of examples. They identified a Russian team, for one, with ties to that country's military intelligence apparatus. Apparently, this group used AI to research satellite and radar. Leute, habt ihr Bock darauf, eure Versicherung in den Griff zu kriegen und dafür 30 Euro Shopping-Gutschein abzustauben? Hier ist übrigens Tara vom Podcast Tara sagt was und ich sage euch, ladet euch die Clark-App runter und nutzt bei der Anmeldung mein Code Tara sagt Clark. Alles groß und zusammengeschrieben. Da kriegt ihr nicht nur eure Verträge gecheckt, sondern ihr könnt euch auch kostenlos und unabhängig von den Expertinnen beraten lassen. Also probiert Clark aus und holt euch den 30-Euro-Shopping-Gutschein für Ikea, Amazon und Co. mit dem Code Tara sagt Clark. Oh. 